I, okay, so here's the thing. I could never do the dirty with someone who doesn't kiss me because then it's like not a turn on. No, that's that's uh, that's extreme. I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? Like rules, like, you know, listen, we can't stay over. Because sometimes you have to be upfront. Like yeah. if you're taking, see, the problem is my, uh, where me and Mike differ is that I don't want to put, I don't want to waste someone's time. Right. Okay. So I don't want you to start investing yourself emotionally into a situation that I don't want. So if like, you got to tell them up front, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm down to have fun. Like, you know, and, but you have to say that stuff up front and then don't act it. See the, like there, you have to, you can't act the way that you're saying you don't want. So he would say, he actually did say he like, he did say in the six months we were together, he's like, I know I, I keep playing. Uh, he's like, I can't keep playing this card. He's like, and sometimes I want it and sometimes I don't. So he did own up to that. Oh, so you put that but then when we broke up, like, he said, he, he said when we broke up and we almost got back to, we almost hooked up again afterwards, a couple months later, he said, nothing has changed though. I said, okay, well then I'm not sleeping with you and we didn't sleep together. Uh, but then we almost slept together again. And then that's when I smacked him. Then we didn't talk for a year, but um yeah. because he canceled on me like three times in a row and I was like, you fucking son of a bitch. And that was wrong. But um <laughs> see, here's my thing. When I when you say I'm down to have fun and all this stuff, I have had guys say that before to me in my past and not recently, like in the last couple of years, I've really not at all dated dated. Like I've uh, I have not put myself out there the way I I did when I first got divorced, where I was actively look like actively getting set up. Um, I never did the online stuff, but I would have, I was thinking of it. And then like every time I, I met Mike pretty quickly from friends that set me up. And, and if, when I end it with somebody, I literally shut down for a year. Like I can't be intimate with somebody. Um, maybe mm -hmm. more sometimes uh, for him, it was like a year, like a year and a half. And then I went to another cop. He kind of did the same thing. But that's good, though, because I see a lot of people that go back to back, like go right. right into another one. And I don't think you give yourself time to heal. I don't think you give yourself time to like process it. You know what I mean? Like you have to like, I don't know. I feel like you don't heal if you go right into something else. Like you're almost like covering up your feelings with another like run. Exactly. Hold on one second. Sorry, we took a little child break, um, meaning I had to run to my child and give her a hug. Speaking of snuggles, um, I think the, the thing I always have is, though, like, I heal, I quote unquote heal, but I really just fester in the, <laughs> I fester in it. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm healing because I kept making the same decision. I kept the last couple of years I've been choosing the I've been attracted to the same guy, but he's just wearing a different costume. And, you know, at this point, like I look back and I think, okay, well, I can't just have fun because I get emotionally attached, except there was one guy that I didn't get emotionally attached to that I was with right before the pandemic hit. He was um, another entertainer, gorgeous guy, younger, but like we, we met through, I can't say the name of the company, but you know, which one it is. I told you before the show and like. It was great. 
And I, I had just had a really bad experience with the guy before that, who's the, who's, who has played the, the guy before that is Chris, Chris's character, the pilot who did me over even more dirty than the other guy. And like, um, this guy, I wasn't emotionally attached to him for some reason. I was able to have a quote unquote, you know, one night stand. Um, I had, I know I knew him and I still talk to him. We're still friends, but like, we weren't, we haven't seen each other since, you know, he lives in, uh, I think he lives in Atlanta now, but he lives in Las Vegas and like, he was in town on tour. So like it happened and I wasn't like upset afterwards. I wasn't, att- I can do that maybe, but if I like you, like I need more and I don't know what that is, but like Michelle and this, and that's the pilot really. That's the show. It's like accepting, um, you know, being alone or, or even being in between and not feeling like you don't fit in. Whereas like so many of us are not in the societal paradigm. Uh, and we kind of don't talk about it. We have to be like put together almost, you know, um, and we're trying to do it through comedy too, which is tricky to address a serious topic through comedy. Um, speaking of comedy, how is your comedy life going? Tell everybody like what you're up to as a comedian. Um, as a comedian right now, um, with all the stuff that's been happening in my life, but I was going to ask you about that too. I have a question for you yeah, about ooh, like your, um, the, when in the beginning you said you started comedy because of Mike, because of, um, you wanted to express yourself, right? <laughs> and, um, yeah, you are expressive <laughs> and, um, <laughs> like, like how, how does how do you like take that pain right and you turn it into something funny but like I don't know I find myself you know with all the stuff that I'm going through like sometimes I'm I'm in so much pain that I don't want to be funny yeah you know well I still write so like even if I'm in pain like I I had feeling there's been days I do that too where I feel like I'm in so much pain it's just making me sad like I'm writing a new script based off my experience with the last guy that can still be in divorce series but it's actually its own script and it's been painful to go through the parts of it because I'm writing it but then Mm. I, I have to just take a break from it and come back to it but every time I feel like I'm upset or sad or don't know how to handle it. I just write it down, even if it's not funny, because then I can cry and let it out. And then at some point I'll make a joke like, fuck you. You look like the Cuban Gollum if Gollum ate too much on Thanksgiving, you know, like stuff like that. Like I just will poke fun at him. Right. Yeah. What you mean you wish me well, but you don't want to talk to me? Who fucking says that shit? Like, like I was upset that he said that to me. He, he messaged me on Christmas, by the way, but it's a long story. Yeah. But like, uh, and like, if it's so painful and you can't make a joke about it, you don't have to just write it out. Cause at some point you'll be able to turn around and say, and see the irony in it. Right. Mm-hmm. But it might not be right away. So with, with him, with my, with, with the cop, um, it, it, it just, it just like, that's how it happened. I would just literally pretend in my car. I still do this. I, that like, I could like spew at him because you know, us Italians like to yell and scream and that's how we pr- profess our love or our hate and jokes would come out. Like I literally talk to myself all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's what that, 
See that I guess that's where I'm having a problem because I isolate more. We were just talking about this before camera. Like when you ask a guy, how are you? He's just like, I'm fine. I'm doing all right. I'm okay. And then like that's not the truth. Like that I'm like gritting my teeth as I'm telling you this. And you know, I've been going through a separation and you know, it's really tough to drop your kid off and then leave after being in the same house for so long. So I'm going through that separation and um, I'm just going home and isolating. I'm just watching TV. I'm trying to like um, check out. disconnect. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm trying to check out. Exactly. So, so that I'm not dealing with stuff. So, you're not dealing so I'm not doing as much comedy. Yes, yeah, so I'm not doing as much comedy as I should be doing. Thank God for the dojo of comedy in Morris Plains and those people because I get to go there. I work the door. So it's more of a responsibility than it is, you know, me working on things. So I'm tempted more to go there for that. And I know there's not the pressure of performing and stuff all the time. So that's actually, I think, one of the best. I think that the universe is giving you what you should be doing and showing you how you will get to the point where then you're like talking about the experience, right? Because mm -hmm. you're, I, I've been watching, Vic has been doing the dojo and I'm like, oh, look at him. He's getting to meet all these amazing comics. He's like, it's like a really hopping spot in New Jersey for, you know, comics, low level, intermediate, beginner, you know, celebrity status. And you're connecting with them. You're getting, you're getting FaceTime, network all in the backyard mm -hmm. of her home, right? Because it's hard for a lot of people to understand. Some people do, some people don't. As a single parent, it, even though we're not far from New York City, North Jersey is very close, right? Right over the bridge, five, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, mm -hmm. whatever. It's fucking difficult to, ha you can't hang out in clubs. You can't have it. You got to fucking be, I can't do that on the weeknights. I can barely take a yeah, But You got to do early. You got to go early. It's not a thing like for us to get into the city for those spots, we got to get early. We got to be able to park. We got to, you know, and th that's all stuff that you can do, but it's just tough. Like you said, single parenting it. If, um, if your kidneys get picked know. up after school, you can't even go early. Right. And there's all these things. And then mm -hmm. you have to deal with now you have a significant other, right. That you share time with in a way that, uh, or, you know, you're in separated. What I would suggest doing is look at the fact that you have this opportunity with, you're probably you already doing this is it's giving you opportunity to network and build right so you may not mm -hmm. have the time to create funny from it that's a, absolutely not it's your pro that's your process right but what i suggest doing is write out talk it out maybe five ten minutes a day and then each day add on because your story is going to be funny someday it's going to be relate it's relatable everyone can relate to somebody's story about it right and mm -hmm. As, as men, men, I think, don't like to completely express as much as us females. I mean, I open up everything, you know, like, <laughs> but, and, and, and I think it's okay that it's okay if that's where you are in the process, number one. Number two, I do think mm -hmm. that you're doing things that are actively engaging you and will continue to engage with you. But I would continue, I would write and just find, and then at some point you're going to see the irony in certain things that will turn into jokes. Yeah. Yeah, I you're right. I got to write I do definitely have to write more. Um that would be so much more helpful than uh like trying to I'm trying to think of like the phrase, uh, you know, when you're like 
trying Are to you? disconnect your feelings. Yeah, you're trying to bury your feelings. You're trying Just to like um, avoidance. Yeah, I'm trying to leave this world. I'm trying to like get uh, distracted. Oh, yeah, like like whatever else. Exactly. Like, I'm just trying to check out and not deal with my problems head on. And that's not the right way to do shit. Like, I should be going to more mics. I should be going to people's shows. I could get booked more. I don't even ask for spots. But I think that that's actually something that's an individual basis. I think you should be doing exactly what you're doing. If you feel guilty for that, that's don't. Mm -hmm. I think if what for me personally, like if I don't work on myself and why I'm reactive or why I'm having my anxiety or why I get disfocused, that will affect my work. If I can't get into the city for a mic because I just physically can't with my daughter and shifting her schedule, that's it. If you can't get into the city for a mic or you don't want to go to a mic because you're dealing with your personal issues, that's okay. But your what you're going through, I think personally, I think you should keep writing it down because I think it's going to be a great it's going to serve as a great piece on stage if and when you want to share it, or you can always bury in, in kind of leave it anonymously. Um, Is there, I have a question. I don't know if this is answerable. You can say pass. Like we could pretend like we're on um, Andy Cohen's fifth amendment. So since you're separated um, and dating, are you're not dating. You just want to have fun. Correct. I, yeah, I just, I, how do you, I don't know even how you approach people like that. I'm not doing anything. I'm just having thoughts of what I want, but I can't, I don't know. I can't act on it because, yeah. you know, I talk shit, but I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm not in that spot. I, people keep telling me, I'm, I make, I have like a joke about it that my friends keep telling me I should be dating. But last time that I did any dating, AOL was a thing, you know, like, oh, that was, so like how do people... How do people talk to each other now? Do people like just get, do am I supposed to just get her number and then just text like from a far away? Like, Vic, you just have to shine your Puerto Rican eyes and smile <laughs> at somebody and they'll be dropping their panties. It's not a. Nah, I don't, you know what it is? I don't want the, um, <laughs> I wish it was that easy. You make it sound so easy, but it's, it's not the, I don't want to, like, I don't want to get to know someone. I don't have the desire to, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I don't, it's not that I don't care. It's, I just don't have space. Oh no, then you shouldn't. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Do you want to just. Anything I can, anything that I would subject anyone to would be disrespectful to them. Like they would deserve way more than I could give them. You know what I mean? And I don't like to play games. Yeah. Where I, you know, I don't want to get to know you and, and just to get to know you just to get to one point And then at that point, we're done. So that's you know like, what I mean? Right. So that's, and that's what the situations I always get myself into, like the fucking yeah. inspector gadget. Uh. Yes. I don't want to jump through hoops for a prize. You know what I mean? And then when I get the prize, like, then you're mad that I don't make you put the hoops up anymore. <laughs> like, I'm Remember not the fucking- interested in jumping through the hoops anymore. <laughs> Vic told me about the long game. When I got the back long from game. LA- I'm telling you, some people work the long game. I'm not interested in the long game. The long game is getting to know someone, taking them for a ride when you have a goal at the end. And then you get that goal and then you're done. And then that person has to figure out that you're done. So you that's- think that's, yeah. And Vic thinks that that's what happened to me this summer with the last guy. 
Yeah, long because you some people some people don't mind wasting other people's time. Now, I agree. Or but now, so let me ask you this: Do men admit that they wasted a bitch's time? Listen, you're not gonna bring me on here snitching. Remember we talked about this. Oh, right all right. You're not gonna make me a spy. No, no, no. I don't mean them. I don't mean snitching no, but... on your friends. I mean snitching on the weasels that fuck themselves into my life and my vagina. Wait, what was the question again? So the guy. So here's what I think. I do believe that there are guys that I. I don't think that men intense most. Okay, let me rephrase this. I think that men and women can play active roles in wasting people's times intentionally, not intentionally, knowing that they don't want. I get it. That there's reason for it. Um, what happened, I, I told Vic about what happened with the guy that I talk about on the podcast, the last guy. Um, and there, there's been a couple episodes. I don't know if you know, my therapist told me that I created it. So, um, mm. my therapist was like, you, you, you have, you create stories in your head, Michelle, and you have a great imagination. This whole thing. I did a whole episode on it. I was like, bitch, I'm paying you. I should have never fucking paid that bill. I should have been like, fuck you. Uh-uh. No, I'm just kidding. Um, she's great, actually. I, I really, really admire her. And she's known me for years. Um, <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, fuck it. All right, fine. I'll take some accountability here. I didn't necessarily 100% agree with her, but I did agree to the point where I wrote him a letter. And I, you're going to probably cringe at this. I wrote him a letter. And I, already. My butt cheek is are clenched. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> um. I wrote him a letter and a little gift card from the pizza place that we went to, right? Okay. I sent it to him. I said, look, I am writing this to you because I had a, a session, a long-awaited session with my therapist, and my anxiety triggers a lot of my reactiveness. I also didn't tell you that I freaked out when I went to my gynecologist when I had my STD checkup, and I texted him. Um, I know. She said I shouldn't have done that either, but fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Fuck her. Not fuck her, but I had texted you, and you can't talk to me. And I'm at the gynecologist yeah. freaking out. There's nothing to freak out about, but I still freak out every time I go to the gynecologist and I don't, if I don't wear a condom, if the guy doesn't wear a condom and I'm at the gynecologist, I'll legit have a panic attack. And, and they just, it's just, just getting the test. Like I'll have hyperven, I'm hyperventilating. I'm on the floor and they know this because my gyno has seen this before with me. And she's like, what happened now? And I'm not even kidding. This happens. And they all know the show. So they're laughing in the room with me. I'm like, this is my life. It's a fucking mess. That's hilarious. And that's the, the camera with you. The, my, the midwife. Next time you go. Yes. The nurse practitioner. That's follows, a scene. That's a scene for you. Scene. Well, the gyne- my gynecologist just sits and laughs with me. And she's like, oh, my gosh, Michelle. And then she goes, you got to use condoms. I'm like, I do. I try. And then they fail. And then one time it got stuck up there. Cause I was with a younger guy and he fucking kept pushing it off of his dick. And it got, this was right when I got divorced. I wasn't even divorced oh yet. It was a mess. You need, you need to have a guy, like a gynecologist reoccurring character. Oh, that's a good uh, like the on your thing that you just always like come back to. And yeah, she's like, Michelle, like, you know, she's just always judging. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the, there's a nurse practitioner there that also, so the two of them, I see the my gyno and the nurse practitioner, when um, my gyno's backed up, right? Literally, mm-hmm. she's got deliveries, right? So they both know the show. They're going to come see. Now the one of them follows my show. So I was waiting for the results and I was freaking out. Um, And I literally, she got, 
um, and I trusted him and like, but the fact that we weren't talking anymore and I was like, oh my God, I texted him and I was like, Hey, do you think we could talk? He's like, I can't talk. I can text. And then I sent him like a long message. Like, why won't you answer me? I'm freaking out a little bit. And he knows the history I had with, I had a bad experience years ago. Like he knows my, my there, he knows where my anxiety stems from. And the fact that like, he wasn't answering, I was like, and I kind of, I kind of spiraled downhill with the text messages. And then my gyno called me and was like, she's like, yeah, no, M Michelle. Uh, she said my nurse practitioner's name. She's like, yeah, she took the, um, her, her paperwork home with her. And I was freaking out. She goes, but she'll give you a call later. I was like, oh my God, the doctor never calls. They only call if something's wrong. Oh shit. So I took the paperwork like, home. But that literally happened because of COVID. She said she was no, it's there's nothing I freak out about. She just I don't have your results here. And even if I did, I have to get approval. I was like, Are you sure? So I was freaking out again. So that's when I texted him. And then they call me at 12 o'clock. They're like, Your blood work came back, you're fine. I was like, okay, so so the heavier like HIV test came back, all that stuff came back, never but you still freak out. That's like the deep one you really freak out about, right? Um and then the culture didn't come back yet. So I was like, okay, I'm in the clear for the most part. We'll just wait for the culture to come back. You know, hopefully I don't have to go on antibiotics or anything. Every, nothing was wrong too. This is the thing is like nothing felt odd or uncomfortable, but I still was bugging out. And so- panicking. You were panicking because you made a mistake. Panicking because I made a mistake and he wasn't talking to me anymore. And then I, well, I did something real fun. I did, I messaged my practitioner on Instagram asking her for the results. I'm like, I <laughs> you're trying to get results via the dms so i ended up being fine and then like he does so i end up writing him this letter to charge like, extra for that <laughs> she missed me are you okay you're fine i was like i'll check i was like no they called me yeah. like twice and said she commented did she comment your results on one of your posts no but she's been liking my I, I, so I wrote him this letter and like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. This is going really long, but I, I wrote him this letter and I sent in the card because I knew that I did create a lot of reactions off my anxiety. So what he wrote back to me was like, Merry Christmas. He, he got the pack. He got the little pack in the letter with the little gift card. Um, and I knew because I, I went to the post office to send it to him and the post office gives you a receipt that has a tracking number on it. That's all you need. That's the last thing they need to give you with anything in a relationship is a tracking number. <laughs> and so I didn't ask for it, by the way. The post office gives it to you, okay? So uh -huh. I put up the alerts on my phone. <laughs> oh my god! I just so I can like get notified when it gets to his house, and I get the notification that it's arrived, <laughs> and then. I wait by my phone. I'm like, is he home? And then like, oh, wait, hours go by, days go by, nothing. Christmas day comes around. And at night I'm like laying on the couch, watching TV. I'm like getting to a point where I'm relaxed. I'm calm, not even thinking about it anymore. I'm not thinking about it like every other minute. I'm thinking about it every half an hour now, right? So, so he texts me. Just when your bitch thinks you can get over it. And he texts me. He's like, Merry Christmas. I want you to know I appreciate your gift and your words. I am not looking to speak, though. But I do want you to know I wish you well. So it was like, bitch, even if you medicated, I'm not.
the long story short is how do you think I handle that now? Okay. So these are the characters that are in the show. I'm going to tie this in somehow. These yeah. are the characters that are in the show. And, and it's about me kind of falling for these idiotic things. So Vic saying, don't waste other people's time. Um, are you open? So your headspace is full. You don't want relationship. You don't want to date, but you want to fuck around like with somebody. You want to have dirty, hot. I mean, I, I, I have needs. Yeah, right. Is. Everybody right. has needs, but I don't want. I've I've flirted, right? People have slid in my DMs, and I've I like I just don't. Yeah. Commit. I just can't. Like I really don't have the mental space. Yeah. You know what I mean? To like. To, I don't know to just to have conversations with people and to you know like I don't I don't have to even bang any, somebody yeah yeah exactly to it's like the, the you know like a groupie that just happened to say something and like just beeline don't even tell me your name and you say that like that would be ideal situation you know what I mean because there's no thought process to it but see, to court yeah, someone to like talk to someone you and like go through that whole courting process yeah, of asking no. them about their life and no, what, you're oh my god going out to eat with someone okay gives yeah. me just talking about it makes like my chest tighten up what? like that whole process it's i don't have any desire like me like the problems I had with my wife wasn't because of my desire to wanting to be out. It's just, you know, time communication, you know, and things like that. But not it's no desire. It's not like I was waiting and thinking the grass is greener on the other side. No. And I was waiting for my moment. It's like now, you know, and then I have a small daughter yeah. who I'm like I pick her up every day from school. You know, I'm trying to spend a lot of time with her and, you know, make sense of all this crazy thing and make sure she's not having, she's having like a seamless transition where it's not a, a grenade. Well, here's you know? something to throw out there too. I think you're doing what every person should be doing is like, you don't need to do anything but what you're doing because honestly, too many people jump into relationships and dating after getting divorced and, I, I wasn't with my ex-husband for like a long time physically and emotionally. So like, I was ready to like be touched and like want to engage with somebody that I was like mentally stimulated by. Um, at first I just wanted to be physical, but then I was of course caught feelings and it, and it was like clusterfuck after clusterfuck. Um, but then as soon as like I had that first bang, I guess you could, was it? Yeah. Um, it was like a two month fling. And then, um, I, I didn't sleep again. To, I didn't sleep with someone again for another year. Cause it, and it was, it was Mike actually. Mm. Well, there was one before Mike, but his, I don't know if it counts if it didn't work with the condom. So. No. And then like the, the thought of, um, like my daughter, like knowing, I don't know. That makes me feel really weird too. Like my daughter knowing that I was with another woman or something, right. you know, like we were, when we were in Florida, my best friend's family was down there. 
they happened to be at a, they were staying at a resort that was close to my, my mother's house. So it's my best friend's cousin, her, and she has her own like family and um, the, you know, kids that I grew up with, they were all down there. So I went to visit them and it was like, like all of them, everybody's got a family and kids and stuff. And I just remember my daughter going like, is that your girlfriend? And like, like, no, like that's my best friend's cousin. Like I've known her since I was like 12. So we all have, I've known everybody, we've known everybody since we were kids. So we like, she doesn't know these people. I don't ever like, you know, just happen to be down there. And then she said that about the little girl's mom, like my friend's wife's mom. Yeah, and she just happened to say that and it was so random and it caught me so off guard and I was like whoa well it actually also shows that you have a huge respect for her mom and like the relationship the three of you had and I think that's actually really healthy for you to feel these things and nice uh I I would just say you are do keep doing what you're doing and if you find someone if if you just keep being honest with the person if you find someone you can kind of engage with physically that doesn't want anything which is tricky as with us women um because we like to hide it too we of course (laughs) i just want something physical too i'm gonna change his mind here's what i have see you see that's what i'm saying i don't i don't you can't even trust somebody that says that you can't you're right i'm living trust that yeah, especially when you put it on them. <laughs> I always have said, though, to men, I think even when I first started dating guys, like, with my divorce, I, I said to the first guys, like, no, I'm not looking for anything serious because I'm going through the divorce, which was true. But even then, I was like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> and um, my I mean, This is the new slogan. Dialogue. I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> let's say i got married again and i i lost my husband god forbid right that i still will be alone so it's like you can't fucking win yeah 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 i think it's the fact that i want to experience romance in a way that i really never had in life i had it with him for a couple days this guy right it was great that's what i want consistently from a man that's real about it not phony not a bullshit artist not um we all have got issues but like not these deep daddy issues like i always fall for the guys with these deep daddy issues like that don't have a father figure they don't uh you know i don't and i don't understand it i mean actually I look at it my ex-husband had one too so. hmm. i got daddy issues <laughs> My, I, well, I, I have daddy issues in the fact that my dad died when I was six. So I was mostly raised by my mother, my sister, and my brother. Because my brother and my sister are like 15, 17 years older than Older me. than you. Okay, so yours are different, though. Your dad, like, did, I, I don't know. The last two guys, well, actually, no, one of them died, too. Um, I guess they all have, like, we all have issues. Fuck it. I have a mentally, ha- I have a mentally ill twin brother. So that's probably the majority of the reason why I fall for men that need to be taken care of. You got a twin brother? I didn't know that. Reason why you don't know? Like a twin, twin brother? Oh, yeah. There's a reason why you don't know. Oh, that's that's season two. (laughs) Season two. 
It's it is though. Like my older brother was like, you need to put him in your act. I'm like, is he funny? I don't know if it's that funny. I think it's just sad. You gotta make so, it. You gotta make it funny. But you have to make it funny. So that's actually what point of like what's funny about it. It's just like my twin brother and I are such polar opposites. Um. So okay. So dating. So dating. Taking care of your daughter and comedy and being a good guy are three central things that Vic is that don't connect with. I actually do want to say that Mike the cop, the, the character, that the character work I've been doing on him as the writer, he is, and in real life, he is actually a loyal, um, decent dude. Um, he just doesn't want a relationship, and I think actually that the reason why he doesn't want a relationship is because he's been cheated on, and in real life, the character was too. So there's maybe maybe you guys are more similar than you think. I mm, know uh, you're not. Maybe some um, salvation. Maybe. <laughs> We can find some salvation for <laughs> I hope that we film more episodes. So let's let me tell everybody what we're up to now. We are working on getting a production company. And I Vic, I haven't really talked to you about this. So I tell you right here. Um, if y'all are still listening, which I'm gonna break this up into multiple episodes, I think, because it's Anything with Vic said, then y'all is juicy, baby. <laughs> All right. Ladies, he's looking for not love but touch touch i don't know that's i like that not love touch not love touch, touch baby all right <laughs> Vic Sedeno body pillow is available now and Vic is i'm telling you that is a money idea if you do it i'm gonna have to create something i just think that that would just fit in with with your uh with your brand so well the divorce buyers oh, yeah. online store a body pillow that properly like yeah a, a body pillow that's thick like a bean bag but it has like a nice soft velvet touch can, and like, then it has vibrating it. sides yeah it has vibrating sides that you can like wrap your legs around when you cuddle with it and then turn it on and it has where's like a the, vibrating side to it <laughs> where's the cinemax music when you need it suck your pillow Listen, that might not be so bad. Then it might, might, I might have to use it too. I'll just lay with it and cuddle. Could pretend that I'm I'm opening up. It, you know when guys wouldn't use it. You know when guys wouldn't use that pillow what? when they're sick. Oh yeah. Oh, so I should date a sick when guy. Guys are sick. When guys are sick, every guy I talk to, well, because especially with with all the COVID coming around and people are getting sick and I'm like, oh, I'm like, are you, are you loving it a little bit? Aww. Like, are you getting the good attention? You know, are you getting that? Cause I, I did COVID by myself in this hotel room. I was going to ask you, so when you had COVID, so you did it all alone? Yeah. Me and uh, Uber Eats. I was Uber eating uh, Tylenol and Uber eating, <laughs> I was Uber eating uh, chicken soup. I'm sorry. I did see your hands. You got to take care of it. Um, yeah, so I felt so so much better. <laughs> so, all right, Vic is COVID free now. He's doing comedy the dojo, and he's hosting, and he has his own podcast uh, as well. Can you tell everybody where to find you, uh, and and what what you think is next uh, uh, in twenty twenty two? Besides the war stories. Uh, oh wait, 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 wait. Vic, yeah, so tell me, tell wait, me. Fuck. Before Vic tells us, hang on to that, guys, because I just did an ADHD moment and didn't tell Vic and everybody else what we're doing next to the pilot with the series. So we're looking for a production company to help us film 
um, now help us. We're looking with a production company. We are looking for a production company to partner with um, so that we can get to a distributor and stream the shit out of the show. Um, so uh, if you know a production company, email me at divorcedarytoyshow.com. And we, no matter fucking what, are filming more this summer. More episodes this summer. I gotta call my boy. I gotta I gotta reach him again and tell him that you're looking for a production company, Steve Stanless Films. I didn't. I, he did not reach out he, to him. He's on my he list. He produced. He I produced saw. DMX's last film. Okay, so I'm reaching out to him when we died. get off today, and I'm going to tell him because I was supposed to message him the other day, and I did. I forgot to. I follow him on Instagram now. Um, so I've been reaching out to like a lot. I've sent my entertainment lawyer has sent to a couple of production companies because they don't take unsolicited submissions. Fuck that Mm. unsolicited submission thing. I am sending. What if I sent them like a gift card, like a letter and a notebook? Yeah. That sounds anyway. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to send it to Amy Poehler's production company, paper kite productions with a fucking journal that says divorce diaries and a little thing in my pitch deck in it. So I'm doing that. All right. So back to you, Vic. So that's what we're doing. So we will still be working together on Divorce Diaries unless he gets booked on something bigger and better, which may happen. But, oh, I should never have said bigger and better. Divorce Diaries is the best thing ever. It's going to be the, it's going to be the running of the planet one day. And Vic will always be a part of it. So, Vic, what else can we do? What else? Tell us what you're we're doing and where we can follow you and what's happening next. Um, you can find my stuff at vicisfunny.com. Uh, I'm Vic is funny on social media, but with a Z, not an S, because I was late to the game. And uh, post, well, I probably by the time you post this, I got, I got a roast battle, Clint Esposito, this weekend for Comedy Fight Club, which is a big, um, probably the biggest roast battle show I think on this side of the uh, Atlantic. Nice and. <laughs> Yeah, so they, they're they're pretty big. I'm going to be doing that. Uh, we got more shows coming up at uh, tiffscomedy.com, at the dojo. Uh, I know we have um, Jessica Kearson is coming, I believe, next this week or next week. That's huge. Um, to the dojo. Yeah, so she's always popping in. She brings her friends. That's and um, I don't know. I'm excited for this year at least to try to be more active. You are active. I see you. I see you on your gym shots and everything. And you've been doing a lot, so you will continue to be more active and more active and more active. And he's a great guy, guys. Go follow Vic Sedeno. 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 Did I still say Manuel Sedeno? Yeah, no, it's good. Sedeno. Did I say it right or wrong? Yeah, yeah you good. Good. I like the way. You oh, it. that's a no. Fuck, man. <laughs> this is why I don't have a lot I don't of. Know. I like. I like the way you say Sedeño. 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 You got a yeah. Yeah. Sedeño. This is how I was taught how to actually give proper, like when I was, in, all right, this is another episode, but when I was in college, I had to be taught things because I was never taught and like saying words like Sedeño. See, mm. I can't do it. This is, this is the reason. All right. I don't know. I always we'll work on it. And, what? We'll work on it. Okay, we'll work on it together. <laughs> Thank you, Vic, <laughs> for coming on Divorce Diary Show podcast. Stay tuned for more. Uh, go Thank to Divorce you for having me. Yes, of course. You're always welcome back here. <laughs>
Uh, stay tuned for more Divorce Diary Show. For upcoming shows, go to DivorceDiaryShow.com and keep living your happily ever divorced after.